Travis. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah. How are you doing, Nicholas? I'm I'm, I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. I, I don't I don't know how you're uh, up right now because if I did what you did yesterday, I'd probably still be sleeping. <laughs> Can you tell can you tell the listeners what you did yesterday, please? Yeah, so yesterday I attempted the Sedona Triple Crown fastest known time. And the mm-hmm. Sedona Triple Crown includes climbing three of the most classic uh Sedona spires. And so they're all rated five nine. And they're all around like 300 to 400 feet of climbing. Yeah. And most people link them up by car but i wanted to do it by foot and the time that i had heard of was 16 hours and i think that might have been the only other time that it was attempted by foot and uh so we started around 6 30 and climbed um each spire and ended up finishing with a time around 10 hours and 48 minutes and the first attempt was 16 you said yeah, 16. Okay. And it was on foot or by car? They did it by car. Most people do it. I mean, sorry, they did it on foot. Most people okay. do it by car. I've okay. actually done it. I've done it before by car. And it took us 12 hours. So somehow uh, on foot, my time was faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By several hours. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're, you're well-known. You said the FKT. You're well-known for the FKT world at just like, you know, your cohorts, uh, Nathan Longhurst, Jason Hardraff, Chris Fisher, which he's knocking the winter 14ers in Colorado. He's, yeah. he's down to his last one, and he's making yeah. it look simple. He's totally, it look yeah. Simple. So exciting. Yeah, he's crushing it out there. Yeah, his – his skin is saying otherwise, though. Every now and then, when he has a picture of himself, I'm like, dude, you're blistered, man. I don't know. He's all like, yeah, little sun kiss, little wind kiss, never hurt. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that hurts when you get in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he's tearing it up. And mm-hmm. the biggest one that you're well known for is the SPS, the Sierra Peak section list. 247 mountains in 117 days. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. I, I did the math. It's not that difficult. I'm not a mathematician or anything, but it's 2.1111111 mountains a day. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, with that, how how did you do that? How long did it take you? to prepare did did you go in clusters like you know jason did in, in the bulgers or like how how did you do that because i frequent the sierras i love the sierras more than any place on on earth so i'm aware of how things are aligned but I, i'm curious how did how were you able to do 2.11 several ones after that a day mountains a day yeah, so I ended up doing about two thirds of the mountains with my buddy Nathan Longhurst, mm-hmm. and so we started planning way in advance, probably like six months in advance, and basically just tried to find the most efficient way to link the mountains was probably the biggest crux. So spending a lot of time reading about different route routes and uh, how to link them all, and then we basically just decided to start in the Whitney area and drove like a whole loop around the Sierras. So, um, and tried to time it so that the each little sub range would be in the prime conditions to climb in. Um, yeah. when we, when we passed through and just basically kept on putting one foot in front of the other and, uh, somehow it all worked out. I'm not quite sure how, but yeah. <laughs> Whose idea was it? Was it yours or Nathan? so it was actually this fellow dan um reached out to nathan with the idea and neither nathan nor i had even heard of what the sierra peak section list was but dan basically proposed that that uh we ought to try it because i think he identified we had 
uh, shared passion for the Sierra and maybe the skill sets to, to make it happen. Um, so Dan was the catalyst and then Nathan and I just took it into our own hands. Okay. When, uh, when you said this, the Sierras, when did you get into the Sierras? Did, were you in the Sierras prior to school, after school? What? Yeah, the first time I came to the Sierras was when I was getting into rock climbing. And I was uh, 19 years old, I think. And I went to Yosemite Valley with my friend Harry. And we had no idea what we were doing, but we climbed some of the the uh the walls out there beautiful and yeah it was it was fun good learning experience and um and then i returned the next year for an alpine mountaineering class with prescott college and we climbed uh, mount kness and bear creek spire and so that's when i started getting up into the high country of the sierras and then uh, basically returned pretty much every year after that uh for certain periods of time yeah that that i'd go to sierra is pretty much every year man yeah. I, I just can't get enough of it it's just the granite for days i mean for yeah. for life <laughs> so so when you were younger because you're from rhode island correct mm-hmm. Yep. There's there's yep. probably a couple hills near the, the ocean, you know. Yeah, um, that's yeah the, probably tallest, is, the tallest point is 730 feet or something like that. <laughs> I, I have I have something taller in my backyard, yeah. so yeah, totally. <laughs> that says a lot. When you were young, you know, playing and everything else, did you ever think you would go and be where you're at now? Climbing um, mountains, being in the Sierras. Yeah, that's a good question. When I growing up, I like to always be outside. So I I did grow up on like a dead end street and we had some woods that I would often explore and catch frogs and stuff. And um, when I was in high school, I started reading lots of John Muir and Henry David Thoreau about mountains. And I, I just, it, those stories totally captivated me. And specifically about the Sierras reading John Muir's accounts out there. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, so I definitely knew that I wanted to go out West and, and explore mountains. And uh, so, yeah, I went to school in Arizona and uh, that was basically the gateway to exploring the West and learning how to rock climb and mm-hmm. and be outside. <laughs> where Where did you get your endurance? Because, to do what you did and continue to do, I mean, were you running ultras or marathons? I mean, you, you have to have some high grade endurance. So like, where did you get that from? Yeah, I ran cross country in uh, high school mm-hmm. and I ran my first marathon, I think when I was 18 but I think okay. I learned the most about endurance when I, I graduated from college. When I was 18, I hiked the Appalachian Trail. And basically, it was averaging like 25 to 35 miles a day. Yeah. Um, and ended up finishing in like 102 days. And so that that really opened my eyes to what what my body was capable of. Were you hooked before Appalachian Trail or after? on on like uh endurance just just doing what you're doing like were you hooked before or after man yeah um, definitely definitely before before yeah <laughs> what got you what got you hooked to do the appalachian trail Let, let's start there yeah i don't know and i read about it in high school when i was um a junior i think and that idea just captivated my my imagination um and uh yeah it's 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 not an easy feat man the appalachian trail it, it doesn't get the recognition it deserves the pct you always hear about the pct but <laughs> yeah. I, i've i've read a, the you know the at is pretty much uh there's isn't there more elevation there than the pct 
Yeah, I'm not sure what the specific numbers are, but it's pretty you go up and down a lot because <laughs> yeah. they hadn't really invented switchbacks when they were building yeah. that trail. So yeah. yeah, it's pretty rugged. Um and I ended up getting rained on like 40% of the time too. It was pretty absurd. Like there okay. when I when I first started it was raining and it it didn't really stop raining for the for like the first 16 days. Um, yeah. yeah and i was like what the heck am i doing out here um and then so, yeah it definitely just that whole experience taught me how to like dig deep and persevere did you like the smokies yeah i love the smokies that was one of my favorite sections yeah i bet i bet with the the rain right just put things in perspective the rain is not a seattle mist it is big droplets rain that it's almost like monsoon over there man so Mm -hmm. so when when you say rain it's not seattle or san francisco it is straight up big droplets that can you know uh put a hurting on you (laughs) yeah it's thick (laughs) yes yes for the sps you you gave yourself a percentage correct yeah. On, on finishing it. Yeah, I probably what? would have given myself like a 30% chance of finishing when I started. I really didn't think it would it would happen. But I really wanted Nathan to succeed. So that was my primary goal was to kind of at least support Nathan mm-hmm. to finish. And then once Nathan finished, um Perfect. then I I was already too deep that I, I couldn't back out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, but how many days did did you finish it in? Like the math, he did his in 138 days, 14 hours, one minute. Mm-hmm. You did 117. Um, 117 days. You know, no, I know, but what the you you knocked it out of the park. You you beat Nathan by a few, like in the teens. Oh yeah, one thirty-eight minus one seventeen. I guess yeah. it's twenty-one, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, twenty-one. <laughs> Sounds about like I right. said. I'm not a math. I'm not a yeah. mathematician, but well, you know. I'll it, go with it. <laughs> but he he did something different, correct? Uh, yeah. Uh, so he decided to ski um, about one third of the list, which is amazing. Um, and because I'm I'm not that great of a skier. I decided to to wait for the snow to melt. Yeah. And so yeah, he got to he got to have some fun skiing out there. <laughs> so you did all yours humping up and down. He humped up his stuff, went down skis. Yeah, and you, yeah, which and blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> it blows my mind that you beat him in 21 days <laughs> with the skis, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you did the uh, 73 peaks alone, and then did the rest with Nathan? Yeah, that's about, that's right. We each did like 73-ish peaks solo, and then whatever else, however many is left, 180-something together. Okay. Like, how did you guys get in the right mindset to do this? That's a good question. Um, yeah, before I was kind of given this proposition, I was not really in the best place mentally. Like, I think I was a little bit ready to to settle into some sort of routine or find some sort of career because I had been dirtbagging for four years and I was 26 and basically feeling like a little bit aimless a lot of my friends were like getting jobs and you know accumulating money and I was just (laughs) broke and rock climbing all day and so mentally I was definitely like feeling a little bit exhausted from the dirtbag life but when when Nathan offered it kind of felt like a once in a lifetime opportunity and I figured just to give the dirtbag life at least one more year and and see what happens and um yeah basically since completing this list uh it's get, definitely given me more more direction and um made me feel like i'm actually 
actually not just like living in a van like i i am like learning skills that that are uh of value and you know can maybe inspire oh, yeah. other people um and so definitely so. gave me hope that I, I i'm actually contributing to society in some way <laughs> no one's questioning that and i just want you to know like when you say dirt bag i say dirt bag all the time because i dirt bag because i, I got three kids and a wife I have to dirt bag no matter what. So it's not a negative connotation. So you don't have to say, yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, what a dirt bag is, or, you know, it's not a bad thing. We, we talk about being a dirt bag a lot. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, it's great. I, I, I'm, I'm proud to be a dirt bag. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Same. How did you meet Finn? That's How did you guys question. get together? Yeah, that's that's where Jason Jason kind of came in. He uh, since he spent the previous summer doing the Washington Bulgers with Nathan, and then he also knew uh, me. He put us in contact. He was like, "You two uh, would just really vibe." And so we we ended up before attempting the Sierra Peak section list. We met up in Red Rocks and went climbing out there and it was pretty apparent that, that okay. we shared a lot of the same stoke and skill level and um, had a lot of fun together. Okay. How did you meet Jason? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. That, that kind of uh, ties into when I started getting into FKTs. Uh, I was in Joshua tree and um I'd heard of this fellow named Jason Hardrath, who who I I knew of him because I listened to some podcasts and I knew he was sort of the the king of FKTs and so he was I thought he was a really cool dude still do um, but I knew that he had a time on right on which is a four hundred foot five six five seven scramble climb up one of the yeah. biggest features in Joshua Tree. And I heard that his time was 38 minutes. And uh, I'd, I'd, I'd climbed that so many times. I, I felt super comfortable on that route and kind of thought that I could do it a little bit faster. And so I decided to give it a go. And then, yeah, I ended up beating his time. And Jason found out somehow. And he was he was so nice and supportive. He was basically like, good job, buddy. And here's a list of a whole bunch of other things I think you would like. So, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> so in some ways he just created the, uh, the beast. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. But FKT though, why, why get into the FKT wall? I mean, Jason is the King, but I, People, you know, I I call them the king. You know, so I, I'm not saying you're the queen or the prince. What I'm <laughs> saying is that you you have enough under your belt too. So don't sell yourself short. <laughs> what do you? And my question to you: What do you find more uh, treacherous, the Bulgers? P.S. Um, I don't know. I I guess that would be a good question for Nathan since he's done them both. But. Okay. Uh, from what I understand, the the uh, the Bulgers sounded pretty intense. <laughs> mm -hmm. Bushwhacking, we all we all know yeah. that. I, that's why I don't like but, the Cascades. Because... Yeah, <laughs> um, but I think I, I think <laughs> technical climbing wise, I think on the Sierra Peak section list, we did a lot more technical okay. climbing. You you heard that, Jason? I know <laughs> you'll listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's not easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he for his hundredth FKT, he did a hundred peaks. So he's down, well, he's up to what two hundred something FKTs. For FKT, why get involved, man? For real. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Um, I really enjoy just running as fast as I can and climbing and combining the two uh flow states is just one of the the greatest feelings ever it almost feels like flying um and yeah i really just enjoy pushing myself uh physically and so the this the times to to beat are, is just a good way to a good north star to shoot for and see if i i can beat it and 
if I don't end up being beating it, I'm not too too bummed about it. But at least I I go out and try and push myself and get to tap into that kind of like primal flow of just going all out. And uh, so it's just a really fun experience. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you consider it like almost uh, being a, a an adrenaline junkie kind of thing? You know, like skydiver, <laughs> base jumper. No, no, I'm serious. And it's yeah, not negative. Yeah. I'm just asking, yeah. like, because. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I actually never. I don't think I ever really feel adrenaline during an FKT attempt. I'm usually just uh, really calm and trying to stay in the flow and just move as efficiently as possible. Um, yeah, I only feel adrenaline if something goes like horribly wrong, like my foot slips while I'm soloing or, but otherwise I'm just in a, like a really Zen Zen state, which I think is, is the, uh, what's really appealing about it is just, I feel like really in control and just zooming. <laughs> Well, when scrambling, man, that can be dangerous too, you know, and, and knowing just the, the sheer cliffs on, you know, the Bulgers list that Jason was doing, just knowing the sheer cliffs that you were on, you know, people lost their lives in the, you know, in the Sierras, a lot of people have, you know, it, yeah. there's always that danger. So, I mean, even doing, uh, what is it a uh, half dome uh, that gets adrenaline run <laughs> yeah, rush I, I did, too. I did feel adrenaline on uh when we when we climbed snake dike that that was definitely a little adrenaline um yeah <laughs> because so, so, uh yeah well that that one specifically is scary because uh we're you're soloing a five seven friction slab and um yeah, basically you put your foot on like this small little nub and there's no handholds and you're like a couple hundred feet in the air and you're like, wow, okay, well, my, I hope this toe sticks. Yeah, and, uh, hope, hope. So that, that, that one is definitely, uh, definitely exciting. You hope and you're up there and you're hoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, it's, 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 it's you know, experiences like that is the reason why I'm like, dude, it's almost adrenaline junkie, man, because I, yeah. I, I go up, <laughs> I go up over there and there, there's some dicey things, man. There's dicey spots on every mountain. That's just like, mm, okay. Adrenaline's running in. Don't look down. Don't look down. Yeah. So who's more competitive, man, out of the bunch? Mm, that's a good question too. I probably have to go with Jason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's he's but he's the most supportive, I think too. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So do you think he's setting you guys up to try to beat <laughs> you guys? Like I'm trying I'm trying to get this because Man, he was like, hey, you need to put this guy on. You need to put that guy on. Yeah, he's FKT king, and you guys are tearing it up. He's supportive. Is that one day? One day, do you think he's going to do the SPS in 115 days? You, you, know, I, you know what I mean? I hope so. That would be awesome. <laughs> I, would, I would totally support him through that. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know um, competition-wise where people are at, but. I, I do know that it's very supportive and we're all very friendly with each other and want to, want to see each other succeed. And so I think the competition aspect for me comes out of, uh, I want to do my best. So then the person who follows me, there. they have to do their best and it's, it's more of a friendly competition. Oh, sorry. Got some lag there for a second. Uh, were you aware of Jason's, uh, Ridgeline and Smith Rock uh, FKT. Yeah, yeah, I think he reached out and told me to to give it a go. <laughs> and did you? Not yet. No. If you give it a go, I'll, I'll I'll just give me a call, man, or let me know. I'll meet you down there and like help you out, prepare food or whatever. But that right there is dicey. A lot of Smith Rock doesn't get the credit. <laughs> it's earned i mean it, it was the uh the climber the the u.s climber mecca before yosemite you know and so right, yeah. um 
and it sticks it doesn't stick out like yosemite it doesn't have the granite it's just clay rock and man it's for him to do what he did <laughs> that in itself is adrenaline just because he's on the ridge line man yeah <laughs> i'll i'll let you know when i check it out yeah let yeah let me know every now and then i'm like jason you're in smith rock man come on dude give me a call man give me a call <laughs> i won't do half the stuff that he does but i'll be out there working out and i'll you know watch him and yeah whatnot you were picked up after sps you were picked up by mirror energy mm-hmm. right after your attempts and your accomplishment how many people or how many businesses or how many sponsors did you receive after that yeah afterwards nobody reached out to me actually i had to to reach out to uh to people and and see uh what their interests would be like and really? uh yeah yeah <laughs> only mere energy responded to me pretty much so basically how it works you basically have to sell yourself yeah pretty much i think if you don't have like a couple thousand followers then brands are a lot less likely to um want okay. want to support you <laughs> so it's it's basically like the the podcast world <laughs> yeah 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 you gotta sell yourself okay all right because I, I, I always wondered i always get the you know these runners the 240 200 milers you know and i'm like who sponsor you myself you know and i'm like what you guys do this on pretty much monthly basis and no one you you know you don't have a a deal with not nike but you know uh less partiva or or or, you know the big names they're like no i'm like really so (laughs) it's 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 crazy how uh people won't won't flock to somebody like you who does this for as a day job (laughs) yeah 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 i don't know maybe uh Maybe uh, too dirty. <laughs> too dirty. <laughs> well, dirt bag. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. what is what is mere energy? Is it like the goo? Yeah, that's a good question. It's um, yeah, it's like a a goo, but it's uh, all organic food. Um, and uh, yeah, they have a bunch of different packets for. I use them when I'm when I'm active, and they're just really easy to digest, and they have really good clean energy because it's all um yeah just whole whole foods basically blended up into a little energy packet yeah how much caffeine does it have some of them have caffeine others don't i'm mm-hmm. um, not exactly sure the specific milligram okay all right you like how uh, i tied in your sponsor yeah yeah <laughs> shout out <laughs> shout out your energy yeah Check it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I've learned on the podcast. Just, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with with the mere energy, I know being out there, I, I basically get whatever I can hold in, you know, my gut. Yeah, I like dry foods. I like Pop-Tarts, yeah. I, I, you know. Uh, sometimes I, I like nuts, you know, something that just gets me by, but one in particular is the peanut butter jelly sandwich, man. I, I can eat yeah. those for days. So my question to you is how many peanut butter jelly sandwiches did you eat during that trip? Just Whoa, that's a good wildness. question. I think, um, I think I would usually make at least one per day. Sometimes I would have two per day. So probably okay. almost as many mountains were yeah. as as peanut butter jelly sandwiches were consumed. So I'd have to go with 247. One one okay. <laughs> one one P, PBJ a mountain. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sounds about right. How did you build one, man? How did you make it? with what bread what kind of bread what kind of peanut butter what kind of jelly i would get i always get whole wheat bread and um let's see i think i was using a lot of skippy because it was a little bit cheaper and but I, I like to i like to buy a nicer jam i'm okay with cheap 
peanut butter, but I like nicer jam. Okay. And uh, yeah, I would just pre-make them every morning and uh, keep it keep it in a bag and then bust it out. I usually eat them on the summits. Okay. Do do you, do you like it when it saturates to the bread? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. The best. Right? People yeah. don't know about that. People are like, "No, it has to be fresh." I'm like, "No." That's the best part, saturation, man. Yeah, What's... yeah. <laughs> more eat more digestible. Yes. What's uh what's the ratio to peanut butter to jelly? Hmm. I probably about 40% jelly, 60% peanut butter. Okay. I'm I'm 80-20, man. <laughs> so for yeah. jelly, jelly uh, 80. Peanut butter. Oh, okay. okay. I'm peanut butter hound, man. I, it, nice, it just nice. because yeah. I, I like dry food, you know, and, and that just mm-hmm. fill, fills me yeah. up up there. So more and, calories too. Exactly. Exactly. So y- you also ate a lot of Oreos. I heard. <laughs> yeah. Just like Jason, right. just like Chris. Just, I mean, you guys, you guys eat the darndest things out there. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, just junk food yeah so so one, one time we we can talk about nutrition but one time i i, I didn't talk ab- about nutrition i don't talk about nutrition i talk about peanut butter jelly sandwich and what gets you through right and this lady was uh had two, so many accolades and everything else and somebody had to complain about he should have talked about nutrition no then it would sound just like every other you know podcast in the world and i was like you know i'm not listening to that so when 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 out there though what what was your go-to besides peanut butter jelly besides your uh mere energy (laughs) yeah what 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 was your go-to man that you just ate every day and enjoyed it hmm um i really like granola bars so i eat a lot of granola bars um but i guess the thing that i look forward to the most was dinner i ate a lot of mac and cheese the Velveeta mac and cheese with that really gross creamy cheese spread that you put on top it's gross yes it's pretty gross but it's so good and (laughs) at one point at one point I just remember like hiking up this mountain. I'm like sweating and I kind of like smell my sweat and it smells like the cheese. Like I ate so much of it that I just started smelling like it. Isn't it that the same cheese similar to the air, uh, the aerosol? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. Oh, okay. But you have a love hate relationship with Velveeta. Mac and cheese, huh? Okay. Yeah, I see. Yep. I see that. What was your uh, being out there for so long? I, I hate drinking water all the time. Did you drink water all the time, or did you mix it up? And if so, with what? Yeah, I would drink water while I was out there, but I also got really into drinking like juice, lots of orange juice when I was in the van um or gatorade yeah i got into like just drinking really sweet things when i was uh in the van and had access to all that okay so it was after before or after your yeah, trips yeah okay, but while because... i was out pretty much just water <sighs> and coffee okay coffee all right yeah. still uh... <laughs> what's your go-to mix my mine, oh man, I always have for Summit. Uh, I always uh, do a Coke and a Gatorade. I'll leave. Okay, nice. I I leave that in my pack. That's one thing I'll, I'll put in a pack, no matter what. I leave it till the till the till the top to the yeah. top. So yeah, because nice. I just it, I hate drinking water out of the tube. It just uh, that taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my question, a good one, a good one, because I've always wanted to, I wonder how you guys do this. When you're doing the SPS, when when Jason Hardrath's uh, girlfriend did the John Muir Trail, Whitney 
you have to have a permit. Mm -hmm. When you did Whitney, when she did Whitney, when everybody does Whitney in your group, right? Do you guys have a permit? Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to call you guys out. I, I'm just saying like, how does I've tried getting permits and I'm, it's a hit or miss. And every time I get the permit, I can't go because gas prices or COVID or fire, man, I was going to go do it uh, a couple of years ago and the fire hit the, uh -huh. the portal, you know, and I'm just like, what? So it, what, what, how do you guys know you're, you're going to get a permit? On yeah. That so day? since we started with Whitney, it was pretty early in the season and the road was still closed. It was around April, mid April. And so the permits are super easy to get then because it's outside of quota season so they're basically unlimited um so it's pretty much a guarantee that we got it and uh okay. yeah what, um, what, what month would you suggest someone um like asking for a friend <laughs> yeah honestly yeah outside of like when the road is closed it's pretty much the ideal time to go because there's not a lot of people it's pretty easy to to walk that extra mile or and a half or whatever it is mm -hmm. Um, so honestly, April was great, great for us that season. It might be a little different this season. Oh uh, yeah, not going <laughs> up there, man. No, yeah, no. probably won't be until like August. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Are, are you are you getting hit? Oh yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for those people who don't know, uh, up in Flagstaff, Arizona, it snows quite a bit, and um, mm -hmm. I actually got snowed in here. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, we got we got probably about eighteen inches yeah. over the course of like two days. And right now, I think Flagstaff is at its uh, highest annual snowfall, or second second highest ever recorded. Huh. Yeah. When when stuff like that happens, are you always worried about food? Since you do live in your your van. And, and you live like a dirt bag. Are, are you uh, worried about food? Do you, do you make sure you have enough food before the storm? I'm pretty sure you check the weather daily, right? Yeah, yeah, I knew it was going to happen. So I actually parked outside of the town library um, and just got snowed in basically in town so I could I could walk over to the grocery store, or the climbing gym and uh, <laughs> hang out. <laughs> okay. And they, they would be open? Yeah, yeah, they were all open. Yeah. Now, when, when you live in your van, like, I I, I, I always, when, when, when I dirtbag it, it's on the side of the road where I know for a fact I'm not going to get messed with. Um, or I go cheap and get a uh, cheap campground, uh, like at uh, my, my favorite one is right outside smith rock skull hollow or hall and it cost me three bucks because i'm a little vet so uh i use that card the only time i use that card guys don't don't hate but um th that's how i get by but when you're when you're living in your van and you go in the parking lot right do people mess with you do cops mess with you do store managers mess with you like do you get any flack yeah, when I when I was kind of first learning how to dirt bag, I would definitely park in the wrong places and have gotten kicked out a lot by people or police. But yeah. once you become familiar with an area, you kind of learn learn where all the the spots are that no one's going to bother you. So BLM land or certain trailheads or certain parking lots that are pretty much deserted and so whenever I, whenever I go to a new area, it's always a little bit difficult to learn where all the spots are. But once you have it figured out, it's it's pretty easy. At the beginning, were you staying at Walmart's? <laughs> yeah, I definitely stayed at some Walmart's, <laughs> some some hotels. And if you stay at a hotel with a continental breakfast, then you can wake up and have breakfast <laughs> you you play that you play that wow uh yeah and if they have a hot tub then even more of a bonus but uh not recommending that for people don't do it yeah. but, <laughs> but 
that's ballsy, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know, you, you put on your nice clothes, all the like the nicest clothes you have, and yeah. just uh, shave beforehand and pretend like you're on a business call and uh, grab a muffin. <laughs> and, and and you're not, man. <laughs> And, and you're not an adrenaline rush uh, junkie, huh? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> what What's next, man? What's next for you? You did the FKT just the other day. How, how many more FKTs do you have on your list right now? Do you? I, and I know for a fact you probably for sure have a list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot. Probably over 20. Um, too many to count, but. Yeah, and 10 days from now, I'm actually going to be flying down to Mexico and meeting up with Jason and Nathan, and we're going to go climb Pico de Orizaba and hopefully set an infinity loop on it. That's uh, that's the vision. And I'm, I'm a little nervous because I've never been up at 18K, so that's why I'm up in Flagstaff doing a little bit of elevation training, but... We'll see how it goes. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Jason will will get it done at the very least. That'll be my uh, that'll be my goal to to see Jason to the finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, he he went down there around Christmas break because you know he has a school schedule. I finally have the school schedule too, so that's you know my claim to fame. Just try to compete with Jason, <laughs> but he he had complications and he it was a no-go yeah yeah i think he encountered a little bit of altitude sickness yeah um, so this time around he's 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 doing he's being a lot more prepared he's sleeping in altitude tent and i think he's training a little bit more seriously so i think he's feeling pretty good about about this attempt does it does it scare you a little just because yeah yeah I would, <laughs> I would say so anytime i have to try to keep up with jason and nathan you know it's gonna be something's gonna, crazy is gonna happen so yeah 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 Nathan, man nathan's a stud man he's young and he's fully capable i think yeah. i mean he yeah he beats jason a couple times i've seen it what do you look forward most besides being there what for Jason? Are you looking forward to the food, the culture? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm excited to eat some some good Mexican food. I love Mexican food, and uh, also just see 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 my friends and hang out with them and have a good time. And um, yeah, hopefully get above uh, 14k. <laughs> I'm knowing Jason, he's gonna probably push you too. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when do you know if you, you made it, man? You, that you you know you've done all the FKTs you wanted. You're you're good. You're golden. You're gonna settle down. When 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 do you find yourself settling down because you made it? You hit your peak. That's a good question. Yeah, I think. Right now, I'm I'm 27, and I'm still pretty psyched to keep traveling around, exploring new areas. But uh, recently, I've been doing a little bit of teaching and uh, guiding, and I think uh, once I have built up enough personal experiences, where I feel ready to sort of pass the torch to a younger generation and and teach them and kind of like nurture them the ways of the mountains. I think that'll probably be when my lifestyle shifts. And so who knows, maybe it'll be five years, 10 years, 15 years. Um, but yeah, I definitely really enjoy teaching. And yeah. so I think once, whenever I want to make that a priority in my life is probably when I'll end up getting a house and <laughs> and a dog. <laughs> Do you think uh, you'll be a traveling guide or would you stick in one town? That's a good question. Yeah, it depends on um, which which area I end up really enjoying. But I have I have gone back and worked with Prescott College a little bit, and I really enjoy that community, and they do a lot of really good work. And um, so I could definitely see myself being being down in Arizona and teaching with them. Don't I I I I, I was thinking Bishop. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 
prime. That's prime real estate for you, man. You'll ne- never yeah. be out of a job. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I, I love the East side too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Bishop is nice. Bishop is nice. Not too big, not too small, just perfect. A lot of tourists, but you know, uh, they're yeah. all paying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what is the end goal, man? Your end goal. Just... Um, that's a good question. I haven't really thought about it for now. I'm kind of just taking it one, one, uh, day at a time, one mountain at a time. And, uh, for now, I just really want to be, be out there doing my best and hopefully inspiring other people to, to do their best and pursue their goals. And, um, yeah, maybe get a little bit of inspiration from, from, from my life. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, you've done so much though in such little time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm definitely pretty fortunate. I, I have, uh, no other obligations. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, FKT has been around for how long, man? How long has FKT? Good question. I probably, well, I think people have been doing it for quite a while, but I think the site started like in the nineties or maybe early two thousands. Yeah. And, and you guys been going at it for a while and it's not, it, those aren't easy feats. You guys are killing it, right? There's some people that will do an FKT right up the hill, you know, see who's the fastest and then call that. But you guys are almost not the founding fathers, but that your group of four, right. That are j- just making, the world know more about the FKTs and then getting people into the FKTs and inspiring others. So uh, I, I think the inspiration is there. You just need to know, man, like you're, you're doing it, you're, you're doing it. So uh, I, I just, I wonder what you find just outside of this world, what you, what you enjoy, man. I'm trying to figure it out beyond um like mountains yeah mountains running (laughs) fkts what what do you do for fun uh that's a good question um i like hanging out with my friends and uh making music i like to play a lot of music so i i have pretty much like a whole band's worth of instruments in this van i have a keyboard i have a guitar i have a flute i have a cajon which is like a wooden wooden drum yeah. Uh, it's a box drum and uh, I have like a makeshift drum set that I made out of buckets and, and shakers. Um, so yeah, I love making music. I love playing music with other people. <laughs> okay. And, and, and what, what, uh, kind of line do you have a four fifty, four three fifty, three fifty. 350. Okay. Yeah. It's it's somewhat bigger than a regular van. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Lengthwise, it's it's pretty lengthy. Okay, man, that that's a, that's a lot of instruments in a van. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where the priorities are at. Instruments yeah. and running shoes. Running shoes. What, what's your go-to running shoe, man? Uh, I've been swapping around quite a bit recently. Uh, I used to be pretty much only use ultras but now i've been using more topo athletic and jason also just sent me a pair of norda shoes which i tried out a couple days and i really like those so kind of swapping around i've been looking at those yeah yeah they seem pretty cool yeah yeah he it seems like he has the sponsors (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. (laughs) all right What, what 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 do you do when you're not making music, what do you do for entertainment? You watch movies? Um, uh, not so much. I, I watch chess videos, so I play a lot of chess. That's probably oh. my, uh, my like relaxation, leisure hobby of choice. I'm definitely way too addicted to chess. <laughs> man, you're unique. Okay. You're very unique, man. For real. Like... <laughs> You're all sorts of on the spectrum. All right. What- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, when people tell me that, I, I say it's because my parents that dropped me when I was a kid. And it's true. They did drop me on my head. Jeez. <laughs> okay. I guess that's kind of a bad joke, but it is true. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's all good. You, you know of Adam Sandler movies? 
Yeah, yeah. What's your go-to Adam Sandler movie, man? If if you had to go to the library, pick out an Adam Sandler movie, what, what what movie would it be? Oh man. I'm trying to rack my brain through all of them. Um, <laughs> let's see. What uh what are what are some of the name names of some of them? Uh there's Happy Gilmore, a lot of people okay. like that. Billy Madison, Big Daddy is also another big one. He's had some drama like Spanglish, Uncut Gem is just recent. Uh Hustler is recent as well. And then he has some like Jack and Jill. Somebody's some guy that I know, he said uh Jack and Jill. I was like, dude, you're lying. Hush. <laughs> you know, yeah. the one that comes to my mind is um bedtime stories yeah that's a good one i really okay. like that one yeah, yeah. okay that, that's good a, a not a lot of people said that friendly one but i remember really enjoying that one it was really sweet yeah it's it's kid friendly but with adult humor man a lot exactly, of adult humor yeah. and, and it's clean adult humor so i was right. cracking up my wife's like and, and watching it with me she's all like why are you laughing i was like that stuff is funny. Yeah. I know Jason has something with uh, athletic brewing, right? Um, do you drink? I, do you I, drink so beer? I, drink, I drink beer once or twice a month. And then the rest of the month, I, I do drink a lot of athletic brewing. All right. What's your favorite flavor of uh, athletic uh, brewing, man? I really like the the run wild, the blue blue can, the IPA. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Have you tried any? Yes, I, I've had a, a couple. Yes, but I, I just I, I tried the non alcoholic, and it's just it's not my thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> And I also I've 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 cut back, man. You know, and that's why uh, the name of the podcast changed. It used to be Miles Mountains and Brews. Now it's just Miles and Mountains. Okay. It's just uh, more. Uh, it's family friendly. I've been getting a lot of uh, kids on, like bull riders and stuff like that. And last nice. thing I want, uh, last thing I want is a parent. I'm a parent myself. I don't want them to remember me as a brew guy or, or something, you know, and, and, yeah. and I don't want, want a parent to question their kids on why they're going on a podcast that has brews. And uh-huh. so just to make it more friendlier, it's like nice. get rid of the brews. So nice. yeah. And, and I have stable questions, those three, but with them, I'm like, dude, how do you pump yourself up? But without, you know, the adrenaline, Besides the adrenaline, what do you do? And people, um, one guy said big red gum, you know, another one's Pepsi, you know, so it's, <laughs> it's stuff like that. And so that's why, uh, I, yeah, it, it's all personality questions. And that's why I asked those three staple questions. Okay, cool. How did yeah. I, how did I, how did I do? <laughs> you did great, man. You did great. You did great. <laughs> Bedtime stories. You got me. You, you got me. Yeah, has anyone and... ever said that before? Uh, I think one person has, has okay. said that, but, cool. but then they went to more or Billy Madison too. So okay. yeah, That's... but somebody said Jack and Jill hmm. just recently too. His name is Dan. <laughs> okay. He's a, he's a funny guy, man. He's a funny guy. All right. Well, I know I don't want to keep you. I mean, you probably got a lot of music to record or something like that, but did, did, did I miss anything? Is there anything you want to add? We, we shout out near energy. Here it goes again. That's right. Um, let's see. Yeah, I guess, uh, for those listening who are interested in, in FKTs, but, but might not necessarily think that, uh, they're like, an elite athlete or fast enough to ever, ever get an FKT. I used to think, um, that myself uh, until I really found my niche, um, with FKTs, which involves like running and scrambling. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I think the fastestknowntime.com website can be used just to find really awesome routes, regardless of how fast you go. And so I'll just recommend people check that out. The routes that I like to uh, publish are usually just really awesome and fun, in my opinion. 
uh, just fun no matter how fast you go. So, yeah, I would say maybe the FKT community can be a little bit intimidating to get into because if you're not like an elite athlete, but there's definitely space for everybody. So yeah. I would say don't don't feel intimidated or sell yourself short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and one of the the cool things about you guys, the group, the four, you guys make it very, very, uh, you guys are very accepting and, and also um, welcoming, you know? And so, uh, yeah, you guys bring it. Well, as some people will probably like, nah, you don't have the chance, you know, you guys are elite, but you guys also, you know, welcome people and totally. believe believe everybody has a shot which everybody has a shot but those times are intimidating man <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna be honest those times are crazy man those, those yeah. times are just wow you know then so my my question my last question man and it just i, I just was reminded by it out of all those peaks 247 what was your favorite one to summit yeah, that's a good question. So probably my favorite and the most powerful emotion wise was, like I said earlier, um, when I was in high school, I read a lot of John Muir. And mm-hmm. there's that classic story of him climbing the north face of Mount Ritter, which mm-hmm. I read back when I was in high school. And so Mount Ritter always stuck out in my head. And okay. Um, the year before I attempted the Sierra peak section list, I went out to go climb Mount Ritter. Mm-hmm. And for some reason I just got to the base and just sat there for a while. I was like, you know what? Uh, it doesn't really feel right to climb it right now. I didn't really know why at the time. And then, uh, a year later, I'm into the Sierra peak section list. I'm in 116 days. So the day before finishing Mount Ritter is one of the last ones. It was the, I think, okay. third to last mountain. And I went out on a big link up, climbed Clyde Minaret, then traversed over to, over, over to Ritter. And climbing up that finally, um, like, while I missed this big project, like, was just really, really crazy feeling because um yeah. yeah it had felt like like a really long time coming and um and just like I never would have thought when I was in high school that I would I would be in a multi-month mountain project climbing <laughs> this mountain <laughs> and uh so it was really powerful up there um nice. finally climbing that peak yeah, yeah it's multiple uh, you know multiple months but dude you did 247 i just got to remind people and yourself you did 247 sierra mountains a lot of people don't see sierra but and it's a lot of granite they're they're high they're not easy uh, in 117 days Mm -hmm. yeah you humped up and down while nathan not selling nathan short man dude's a beast he skied down Right. He even said it's the easiest stuff ever. I he but <laughs> he also has to carry, you know, he has to carry it. So, you know, he's yeah, yeah, still tough, totally. but man, I know skinners that are like, hey, let's do this mountain. Oh, you need to learn how to skin. No, I'll hump up and I'll <laughs> hump down. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So, dude, Travis, man, I appreciate your time, man. For real. I appreciate you. You know, allowing me just to ask you certain questions that I couldn't ask the others, you know, and, and uh, just see what it is that makes you make you guys do FKTs. And uh, I, I know I'm a little late to interviewing you, but there's a reason I just I don't try to bother you guys after something like that, because, you know, I'm doing a hundred miler, a uh, hundred miler here in town. And last nice. thing I want to do, yeah. last thing I want to do is be bothered by podcasts or other people, you know, random yeah. people. So, um, I do appreciate your time, man. I appreciate what you're doing. You, you inspire you and your crew. I'm just going to say crew inspire thousands, if not millions of people just to do it. And, uh, I, I see how safe you guys are. I know some things are a little shady, but you got to be a little shady to f- complete these yeah. mountains, but man, you guys are pros. And, uh, I just 
want to disclose, please, guys, if you guys question anything on the mountain, it's okay to turn around, you, you yeah, know, but yeah. dude, keep setting the, the, the tone, keep setting those FKTs. I'm a huge fan of you guys. Um, and, and shout out to the crew, Jason, Nathan, and Chris, man, you guys are, uh, one hell of an athlete athletes and, uh, dude, you guys pump me up. So thank you. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that those kind words and, uh, yeah. Thank you for taking the time to meet as well. Yeah. Yeah. Hope it, people enjoyed. Oh yeah. And, um, anytime you're going for another FKT, something that big or even, even the mountain one that you're going down there, you know, with Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe let, we let, could, uh, could get a group, group podcast. Yeah. Going or something yeah. That's a, that's a good idea. Talk yeah. I might, how, I might hit up Jason. I might <laughs> yeah. hit up Jason. Okay. Yeah. Well be safe down there, man. All Enjoy right. the Mexican beer, the Mexican food, right. yeah. and the beautiful mountains. So thank you.